Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends, yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Trump won New Hampshire. Not a big surprise. Yeah. Nope. Um, what was your reaction watching this come in last night? More than anything, the reaction to media's reaction. Well, I, to me, I, I think it's interesting to even see some conservative media saying, well, this shows Trump's weakness because he only got 53% or whatever it was of the vote. He should be in the 80s. As if we didn't know that a bunch of Democrats, dude, MSNBC actually interviewed several of them who were voting in the Republican primary because, well, I don't necessarily like Joe Biden, don't really care. He's not even on the ballot, not going to take part in the write-in campaign. They wanted to influence the perception coming out of New Hampshire. A lot of Democrats went out and voted for Nikki Haley. I know that was considered disinformation like a week ago, but that actually happened. It did. Yes. Yeah. Did you hear any of the stories about, you know, the polling of talking to actual people? You found out, yeah, there were a lot of independents that voted for Nikki Haley. But as far as the Republicans, it was huge for Trump. Like massive numbers. They don't tell that part of the story. No. I don't. I don't yeah, it's just part of it. It's part of the narrative. And I know you were going down a different, you know, a couple of rabbit holes today, David. Did you hear any of legacy media's reaction to any of this from last night? Uh, no, I did not. Oh, you got saved from that. Well, if you think you're going to get saved from it all day, you're not. Okay. Because, well, there's John Carl. He's the political expert (laughs) from ABC. But, George, it's not over. I mean, we should keep in mind what Rick said at the beginning. Only two states, two small states. This isn't over. She goes to her home state where, true, Trump is even more popular there than he was in New Hampshire or Iowa. He's up 40 points in South Carolina. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I guess... Technically, factually, no, it's not over. The game is still being played right now because Nikki Haley is still in the race. But this is like, you know, your favorite football, uh, football team is down, you know, 45-0 yeah. with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. And you're saying, well, technically the game's not over, but the game is over. Yes. Five touchdowns in a row, a couple extra points. Right, exactly. You know, you're right back in. This you know, thing. Go to that no yeah. huddle offense. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. We do this, you know, every day, and you're going to different sources. You know, you're trying to get it from the left and the right and the spin both ways, all of that. So I hear all of that from ABC and John Carl and partly NBC. This isn't over, you know. And I look at the track record over, say, the last five to ten years with ABC, CBS, whoever, or say somebody like Daily Wire. Cabot Phillips, the reporter. So you heard John Carl right there say, this isn't over, right? Yeah. Not over. Cabot Phillips, Daily Wire. Well, it means that uh, this race is effectively over. Barring the greatest (laughs) electoral comeback in modern American history, Trump will be the nominee. (laughs) New Hampshire was the only early primary state with polls that were even remotely close. And based on all the data we have, it looks like it's going to be smooth sailing from here on out for Trump. Well, that's right. Wing news is what that is. Right. Uh, call it whatever you want. Again, look at the track record and look at common sense. The thing's basically over. Let me ask you this. Okay. The average American, who has more credibility with what they just said? John Carl or that guy? That guy does. Yes. I mean, every Honestly, poll if you're you being look honest. at. If you're being honest. Nikki Haley is within 30 points. <laughs> right. Anything could happen. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, what was it that Tim Scott said last night? Oh, yeah. Well, as Trump was celebrating another win in the New Hampshire primary uh, last night, uh, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott was there. Tim Scott has endorsed Donald Trump, did so a, a few days ago. Uh, yeah. Trump brought up the fact that when Nikki Haley was governor of South Carolina, she appointed Tim Scott to the Senate. Oh, wow. Did you ever think that she actually appointed you, Tim? <laughs> and... Think of it, appointed, and you're the senator of her state, and she endorsed me. You must really hate her. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's a shame. It's a shame. Uh-oh. I just love you. No, that's, that's why he's a great politician. That's, that's a guy who is desperate for that VP slot, though, right? Yeah, well, that could be. All the right moves are being made. He got married. Right. Well, you got to get married. Yeah. 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 Um, It's also funny to me, you know, going back to uh, to ABC. Donald Trump, Joe Biden both scored big in the New Hampshire primary. (laughs) (laughs) It's just it's baffling. It's like Joe Biden had some competition. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't no, even bother to get on the ballot no, in New Hampshire. No, of course not. No, who There was cares? still the effort to get that write-in okay, vote, yeah. though, to prop him up. There you go. Golly. To make him look good. Uh, Very contested Democrat primary. Yeah. 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 Dean Phillips and Marianne Williamson. Yeah, and if somebody would ask me yesterday who's running against him, I don't know if I could have told you Dean Phillips' name even. <laughs> By the way, real quick before we move on, with Dean Phillips, he was on CNN have either one of you guys heard what he said no. about Trump supporters on CNN? No. Oh, this is really interesting. I think I think you'll want to hear this. Check this out. And I got to tell you guys, I went to a Donald Trump rally a couple nights ago. Never been to one. Uh, I had an event across the street. I saw the line of people waiting in the cold for hours. And I thought, what the heck? You know, I'm going to be a leader who actually invites people, doesn't condemn them. Met probably 50 Trump people waiting in line. Every single one of them, thoughtful, hospitable, friendly. All of them so frustrated that they feel nobody's listening to them but Donald Trump. A diverse crowd, people who had never been to a Trump event before. My party is completely delusional right now. (laughs) And there were people saying, I'm surprised CNN even let that air. Oh, yeah. But it was probably live. So they weren't carrying weapons with them and they had all their teeth? Apparently. Wow. Yeah. Now, I think you could make the argument, and you said this, Scott, it was different things that Trump said last night. He made a reference to Nikki Haley's dress and things like that, where a lot of people, honestly, like, you know, Don, you don't need to do that. Yeah, just, dude. You already won. You're going to win. You don't need to do it. Yeah, just. Yeah, you didn't. Don't do that. But a lot of things he's not going to change at this point. I understand that. And he's going to be the nominee. But I heard it, and I went, ah, this is just the pile. This is the pile on stuff, right? A lot of times. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but more on that a little bit later. Um, there's an update on the razor wire in Texas, David, because the Supreme Court had ruled. Yeah. Well, the, the so the Supreme Court said uh, that while the current litigation is going on, uh, the feds were permitted to uh, remove razor wire at the border that the state of Texas had put up. They didn't weigh in on the merits of it. They just said, hey, we'll... well we need to let this play out through the court system, um, and uh, while that's going on, we're going to allow the status quo to exist. Um, well, the Texas military department has, well, been maintaining its operations along the uh, Rio Grande at the park uh, there in uh, Eagle Pass, Shelby Park. Uh, they're putting up more razor wire. 
And uh, no, they're not. They're not. Right, as of right now, News Nation is reporting there hasn't been a headbutting moment uh, uh, there in that particular area. Hmm. Um, okay. And I think part of that's because a lot of the rank and file Border Patrol are like, whatever. I, you know, it's like what the what the union leader said for them the other day. This is a force multiplier. You know, if they're the ones handling this particular area of the border, if the state of Texas is the one handling that, then that gives us some room to go look at other areas of the border. Okay. So I think that's why there hasn't really been that that butting of heads right now and everybody's just kind of on edge like, uh uh-oh, when when is it really going to hit the fan between the state and the federal government? Right. Installing more razor wire. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes you wonder if it's going to get to that point. Well, Abbott bought in bulk. He had a bunch of it left over. He wasn't going to let it go to waste. Yeah. What, dude, man, that makes me think of how much of the wall that was paid for and it just sat there and rusted. Right. Oh, is that infuriating? Meanwhile, oh my goodness, huge controversy. You know what I'm talking about. Do I, I even need no. to say it? No, but it was everywhere. This the morning. patriarchy continues to rule. Uh, Barbie is... was snubbed God. by the Oscars. Did you hear about this? Yes. It was all over the morning news shows today. Um,. I think, wasn't it Michael Strahan that had to bring that story back? Really? Yeah, I think he was bringing it, it back from break. That it was snubbed? Listen, man. <laughs> you just got to take shots at Strahan like that? Golly. Maybe. We're back now with the Oscar nomination. The billion-dollar blockbuster Barbie has had an incredible year, and now directing Greta Gerwig is the first woman to direct three Best Picture nominees, but she did not earn a nomination in the director category. Some people are unhappy. A lot of people scratching their heads on this one. That they are indeed, Michael. Good morning to you. Oh, boy. God, I saw that. It got nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, but what about Director? I, and what about Margot Robbie? I know. She got robbied. <laughs> Ken was nominated. I know. I know. I know. I saw it. Do you want to I, get to the breakdown of the different people very upset? Uh, yes. I know you do. Of course I do. That's what we're going to get to. Of All right. Good. People making their case. Yeah. And we're going to have some fun with that. I'm looking forward to it. Um, business trips are at risk because of abortion laws. There's a news organization that had that. We'll tell you who straight ahead. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.
This ad furnished by Nesmond Taju LLC. Offer not valid in all states or prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came and we're maxed out. Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Nope. My brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone. If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes, and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day. Our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history. Great news. I went to 27cash.com and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow. Wow, that is fast. If you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Gets the Barbie snub in the Oscars in just a sec. <laughs> I'm so worked up about that. Ah! Okay, who was the news organization that had the story about business trips being at risk because of abortion laws? Oh, that was NBC News, sir. Oh. Business trips are at risk because of abortion laws. Business travel is clawing its way back to 2019 levels as COVID-19 concerns. Uh, largely recede, but as tighter abortion restrictions and anti-LGBTQ laws proliferate, some employers and event organizers are weighing a new set of threats to employees' safety outside the office. I'm confused by all of it. What are the anti-LGBTQ plus laws? Well, that you you can't chop the ween off of a 13-year-old boy. Oh, that's anti. That's okay. It's not I'm safe. sure there are so many people in that group that are proud to have that distinction. Yes. <laughs> Dozens of states have slashed abortion access since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, and more than 180 bills restricting LGBTQ rights are advancing in state houses nationwide. Scott, you genuinely look confused. I, I am confused because I didn't know. Like, I didn't, you know, sometimes you bring stuff up on the show. I didn't even know it was a thing. I understand. Was that created out of thin air? Or the wordsmith thing, that if yeah. you don't go along with everything that we think is right, you're anti. So you're trying to protect kids, that's anti-LGBTQ+. Business trips yeah. are at risk. Yeah. Right, because of these laws. And how is that? How does that work? Uh, Sierra Gross, CEO of Caged Bird HR, a consultancy firm, tells NBC News, well, we have to, you know, we think critically about who we are sending where and ask employees if they're comfortable going to a state that has demonstrated they're not inclusive towards people with certain identities. We could be putting someone's physical and psychological safety on the line in some of these states. As far as abortion what? access, I mean, what lady doesn't need to get an abortion while she's on a business trip? It's insanity. It is insanity. Or is it something where they're saying 
there's a business trip and a woman flies into some state and they're going to, you know, handsmaid tailor and impregnate her and make sure she gives a baby and then they're going to ship her back. Right. The minute you come into a state, they ask you, I'm going to have to see your gender identity card. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. You can't come in. That's hilarious. No, it's so stupid. I, I understand if you're running a business that specializes in selling ween hacksaws, then you might be a little bit yeah, nervous yeah. about going somewhere where that's banned. But yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, come on. Right. You know, you've got all these news organizations across the country, across the world, really, like cutting staff. We just we, we don't have the resources. And someone has the time to do that story? Yes. Yeah. I want to look at that. Um, okay, the Barbie snub. With the Oscars, I I think all of us could care less about the Oscars, whatever. But so you know, dumb. a lot of legacy news makes a big deal about it. They certainly did on Good Morning America, and yeah, you know, they go into the snub. Well, let's just start with it. Uh, yeah, with cut one, we'll do a couple of cuts here just to paint the picture for you that people are upset. Doubt the billion-dollar blockbuster star Margot Robbie for Best Actress and Greta Gerwig for directing. And I think this, the name that everyone has on their lips is not Barbie, it's Greta Gerwig. Greta did get nominated for Adapted Screenplay, but she was snubbed in Best Director, uh, which many people, uh, including myself, thought that she was going to be a shoe-in for. That's their expert that they bring in. I forget yeah. his name. Yes. They just you know, could not believe it. By the way, fans are also very upset. Well, And they had some people that had posted on social media, and they took it and put it on the air. On their show, these fans. Fans are upset. How does Ken get an Oscar nomination for Barbie, but Barbie doesn't get an Oscar nomination for Barbie? If you scripted this scenario, hmm. no one would ever believe you. And Gosling releasing a statement saying, quote, There is no Ken without Barbie, and there is no Barbie movie without Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie. To say that I'm disappointed that they are not nominated in their respective categories would be an understatement. I got, I'm going to give a golf clap there for Ryan Gosling. You know why? No. Because you got to say something, right? right? If not, if you wait 24 hours, the silence is deafening. Right, exactly. That's survival. So you got right a bander. Absolutely. <laughs> Guy wants to keep working. Wait till they find out two of the three members are going into the Hall of Fame are white. Uh oh. <laughs> well, I mean, I, a lot of these are the same people who say that, you know, uh, that it's perfectly reasonable for a dude to, I don't know, be on a women's swim team. They do. And you have you have the gall to talk about how gender matters now? Get bent. Well, and I mean, they're griping and moaning every single year. And for a while, it was always Oscars so white. Maybe they looked at Barbie and said, too white. We can't have right. that, that, enough awards. Come on. By the way, who does the nominating? Well, they mentioned that in this story. Nominations for each category, though, determined by those who are members of it, meaning actors vote for actors, and directors what? determine who gets the directing nods. The director's branch is a lot smaller than the actor's branch. It, is, it does lean um, much more male um, and an older uh, group of voters. So what are you trying to say? Old white dudes vote for old white dudes? I don't know. I, don't, I thought they were trying to diversify all the time. I, I don't know. I'm looking at the nominees for Best Picture. There's 10 of them. So just as real quick, yeah. both of you guys, just tell me if you've heard of the movie. Okay. Okay. American Fiction. No. No. Anatomy of a Fall. No. No. 
Barbie. Yes. Yes. The Holdovers. No. Nope. Killers of the Flower Moon. Yes. Yeah. Maestro. No. Yes. Oppenheimer. Yes. Past Lives. No. no. Poor Things. No. The Zone of Interest. No. <laughs> so out of these 10, we got like 70% you've never heard of, and you do this all the time. Never heard of them. Yeah, definitely for the people. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. No one cares. Who's, who's, where are these What's the things zone being? of interest? Yeah, that's what I want to know. <laughs> I have no idea. I'd never heard of it. I'm just going, I'm like, okay, I got this story. Here's all the nominees for best picture. And I'm like, man, maybe it's just me, but I don't think I've heard of half of these. The, the zone of interest, the rise and fall of Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> <laughs> it may be a fantastic movie. It, I've just it, never it could heard of it. I've never heard exactly. of it. Well, the thing is, and they'll have low ratings again, and people will whine about that. Well, I don't understand. Why are they nobody tuning in to watch these? Because nobody knows about them. Well, I'm sorry, but yeah, you, you could say, oh, back in my day, at least you had heard of the movie. Yeah. Usually. Maybe okay. you've even gone to three or four of them. All right. Get to a news update. Biden on his A game last night. You got to hear this oh. straight ahead. Markley Van Camp and Robert Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer. That's Scott Robbins. Okay. You see this story, David. Scott's seen the story. Yeah. Polls look different all of a sudden with Trump and Biden. How is this possible? Yeah, well, it, really, a lot is being made out of one particular poll. It's a Susquehanna poll, which is a fairly, I mean, reputable outlet if you... I mean, again, always take polling with a grain of salt, but yep. um, yeah, all of a sudden uh, it came out, what was that, yesterday, uh, Biden in Pennsylvania up 47 to 39 with Trump. Now, I, I you know, some people are saying, well, you know, as soon as it's really a two-person race between Joe Biden and Trump, Trump's favorability would uh, suddenly kick in. And all of a sudden, he'd be getting just a run of really bad polls because that is the exact opposite, not necessarily in Pennsylvania. I think part of the problem is people are looking at, like, two completely different things. Okay. Uh, but uh, when it comes to overall state-level polling. Uh, but, you know, just a few weeks ago or a few months ago, it, it, there was this shocking New York Times poll that shows that in five swing states, Donald Trump is up by whatever it was, five to seven points or something like that. And all of a sudden, you have this new poll that comes out that shows him down by eight points. And some are suggesting some sort of conspiracy. Some are saying, well, you know, maybe they, maybe the numbers were being juiced in order to uh, help Donald Trump in the primary. I'm, yeah. I'm not really all that sure about it because, I mean, before uh, in uh, Pennsylvania – Biden was up by three, according to Quinnipiac, uh, 49-46. So Biden probably is leading in the polls in in Pennsylvania by eight points. Ah, We'll have to see a few more polls before that actually is something that should be considered. But I I just think... For those panicking, you're saying, all right, uh, relax. Everybody everybody calm down. I mean, I... 
Again, I think Biden probably will wind up winning Pennsylvania because Pennsylvania Democrats and the state Supreme Court have done a great job of rigging the game against conservatives. But, you know, I know you can't say that, but it's true. Denial. Yeah, I mean, I'm not talking about switching votes or anything, but I know, you know, they've done an excellent job with the vote by mail stuff, drop boxes, et cetera. Um, in making That's why sure. people on the left hate it when Fetterman's making sense. Right, exactly. Like, hey, man, we cheated to get you in that. <laughs> 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 and this is how you replace. So I don't know. But, yeah, for all the bedwetting, everybody calm down. We're, like, what, 10 months, a little less than 10 months away from the election? Yeah. Like, just we got to let this thing play out. Biden was in uh, Virginia yesterday, and I heard a clip, and I was afraid to play it especially for you, David, because you may be literally shaking. Oh, yeah? If I do. I'll leave it up to you. Do you do you want to hear what he uh, said? Sure. Because it could be triggering. I do. <sighs> okay, go ahead. Hello, Virginia. <laughs> and the real governor, Terry McCullough. Oh, what? Oh, what? You going to be all right? He's shaking. I can see him shaking right now. David is. Look at my hands right now. Look at my hands. They're, they're shaking. Was he denying an election right there? Denying a free and fair election. That was an insurrection. Mm. Sounded like it. Mm. How, how else do you take that? And the real governor, Terry McCollum. The real governor. He's an oh, election boy. denial. Yeah. And then, as he often does, he gave an inspirational speech. Did he? One for the ages. Okay. Easy to understand. We'll teach Donald Trump an, a valuable lesson. Don't. Mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. <laughs> what? No Don't joke. Men in I, men need to, I need to hear that whole clip again because I was so distracted. Because I swear, and I know he, I think he said, we'll teach Donald Trump. Yes. But I swear, my first, my first thought was that he said milk teats. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he did. It could be. I don't know what he said. There's that... One part where he pops the microphone, yeah. yeah, and then you hear some word that I don't think I've heard before. We'll teach Donald Trump an, a valuable lesson. Yeah. Comes pop. Don't mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. <laughs> okay, David, you're well-versed in this. We come to you. The Josetta Stone. We'll... Mid- teach middle America. We'll, we'll, we'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Yeah. Mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. Hmm. Benefits the last word. Yeah, unless you want it. One more time. Mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. Sounded like mess with the women of America unless you want to... I don't know what that last part is. I'm sorry. I'm I'm convinced that he was saying mess with uh, just in context. Uh, wasn't he talking about abortion rights? Maybe. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> don't mess with the women of America unless you want to milk teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought maybe it was like a learning lesson to a lot of Americans mm. that have people that come into the country that don't know English. How confusing that can be to learn a new language, and he wants people to feel that. So when you hear mess with the women in America, unless you want to get the back. I got I don't know what he's saying. Right after that, though, the chant of four more years was heard. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that? What is that? 
I have no idea. Where's it reminded me of the one with uh, something in pre-K and Berkshire. Oh, yeah, that, the pre-K that one. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Is governor and when he be pre-K. The pre-K. Wow. I don't know, man. That's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, it's pretty good, huh? It keeps getting better. Every month that goes by, he just gets more sharp. <laughs> okay, it's that part of the show. Got to go around the table. May not be the biggest story out there today. <laughs> but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? You know, you mentioned this a little bit earlier that people are freaking out because, oh my gosh, uh, Greta Gerwig, director of the Barbie movie, didn't get the... Best Director nomination in the Academy Awards. Margot Robbie, star of the movie, didn't get, what, Best Actress? Correct. Um, or didn't get nominated. Uh, Brian Bayar is a TV writer who said, this is an oversimplification, maybe, but Ryan Gosling being nominated, but not Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig, perfectly explains to me why we aren't in the eighth year of Hillary Clinton's presidency. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. What? I guess because people in Hollywood, in the industry, are the ones who vote for the nominees. Yes. That's what the Academy is. Yes. And so are you saying that the reason Hillary Clinton what, didn't win the presidency, jeez, uh, man, almost a decade ago, is because Hollywood turned its back on her? Yeah, Hollywood dudes. They all talked a good game about uh-huh. wanting Hillary to be president. Well, yeah. You... And they had the stickers and the shirts, but when it yeah. came time to vote, they couldn't pull the trigger for her. And that's why she lost California. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like, well, it's like, when did, did, she, did she win the Screenwriters Guild? Or I mean, I'm not really sure what, what, what the take is there. I have no idea. An oversimplification. Maybe. Well, yeah. Massive oversimplification. Yes. Yeah. What difference at this point does it make? I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't. All right, Scott, what do you got for your story today and what's your story? Uh, University of Wisconsin-Madison, the law program there, has issued these. Uh, well, if, if you're worried about racism, here are the things to look out for, okay? Okay. This was, by the way, developed by the Community Anti-Racism Education Initiative and the organization run by a woman named Deborah Lee. Among the radically racist things that are being said right now that are pure racism, character, not color, is what counts with me. I taught my children that racism is wrong. Racist, racist. America is a land of opportunity where anyone with grit can succeed. Mm -hmm. We have advertised everywhere, but there just aren't any qualified people of color for this job. Charity that benefits minorities. Mm, You racist. It's white guilt is what it is. Oh. Due process. I know, right? Penance. Okay. I want to stop acting like a racist, so please tell me when I do something you think is racist. Don't say that. You're a racist. Affirmative action had a role years ago, but today it's reverse racism. You interrupt racist remarks when the right people are watching and there's no risk. You look like an anti-racist. What are you supposed to do? I do all my anti-racism with whites only. That's just the way Uncle Adolph tells jokes. He's very polite to the black janitor in the building. (laughs) I can't keep up anymore. I can't. Okay. I can't. All right. Character, not color, is what counts with me. You're a racist. So... 
tell me if I'm wrong here. So if you believe the teachings of Martin Luther King Jr., you're racist. Well, that particular line, anyway. Yeah, you you got to you got to understand though. Like with this, it's okay. the whole industry of of whatever you want to call it, DEI, wokeism. I would just go back to calling it communism, where there is absolutely nothing you can do other than bend the knee. That's exactly. it. Exactly. Your yeah, role it. is to take a beating, no matter what you do. There's and always remember, poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Right. <laughs> Well, and you know, Mr. Markley, I bring this up because charity that benefits minorities. Yeah. Racist. Yeah. Oh, I got to stop giving to all these different places. That's right. Because <laughs> I, I don't want to be a racist. No, of course not. <laughs> you remember You remember how a bunch of uh, newspapers canceled Dilbert because Scott Adams was talking about that on his podcast and says, well, I guess my advice yeah. to white people is just stay the hell away from black people then. Yeah, stop stop helping because you're not helping. Right. Yeah, and he got canceled, canceled for that. Yes, he did. It's absolutely true. Uh-huh. Okay, for my story today, for What's Your Story, saw this out of the New York Post. Uh, more for guys, I suppose, because Valentine's Day is coming up, and if you want to get that special someone, something great. Mm-hmm. Um, the new Goop calendar is out from Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, that's there good because go. I, I need some idea starters, okay? I got my pencil out. I'm ready. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, um... Well, you could get the wrinkle zapping starter kit, this laser starter kit for $2,695. Wrinkle zapper? Yes. Like a laser. Oh. Do it yourself. That way you don't have to go to some shop to do it. You can do it yourself. People aren't blinded by that. Why would they be? Um, There's 14 karat gold handcuffs you could get for that special someone. How much are those going to set me back? 250 bucks. There's a Morse code-inspired bracelet for $14,800. And then, you know, there's got to be toys of the adult, adult nature. Yes, of course. Um, uh, one is the double-sided wand. That's oh. 98 bucks. Well, double your pleasure, double your fun. <laughs> I'm trying to use words that just in case you yeah. got your kid in the car that it's not terrible. Um Let's see. There's the 24 karat gold wand. Oh, the wand. Yeah, one thousand two hundred forty nine dollars. And then there's one that's attached to like a ring that you put on your finger. Yeah. Um. That's I think I can't even say the name of it. Uh, it advertises itself as bringing a little buzz and warmth. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one hundred ninety five dollars. It's a ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can. Th- th- there's a little picture there. Oh, so can, like a little cannon attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> for, that, for that Civil War book. <laughs> Come and take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'll just end right there. Okay. That's good enough. You get the idea. There's other stuff that you can get there. There's. Well, you can get a whole sauna. It's like it's an enclosed sauna for like eight grand. It's crazy. Anyway. Okay. The liberal outlet says it's not woke enough. Next. You know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. 
We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Action Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck buck here, a buck buck there, here a buck, there a buck, everywhere a buck buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. This ad furnished by Nesmond Taju, LLC. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Nope. My brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone. If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history great news i went to 27cash.com and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow wow that is fast if you need extra cash go to 27cash.com that's 27cash.com 27cash.com All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Best for the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. Of course. Yeah, whatever that is. Wow. Uh-huh. They were cheering whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like when you got a great crowd in front of you, like at a concert, you can say whatever. Whee! Yeah, they don't care. David Lee Roth, I I don't know the bleeping words or I forgot the words <laughs> to the song. Everybody cheers, right? <laughs> yes. Awesome. I'd like to know who the person was that was uh, st- the stenographer for that campaign rally. A tough gig. I'd like to see what they said. That's a real tough gig. Okay, David, what's the liberal outlet that said we're not woke enough? All right. I just love this story because the left always eats itself. Always. Yes. There's yes. a uh, far-left publication called Slate. They have an advice column. It's called Dear Prudy. Alex Griswold oh, yeah. pointed this out. Sometimes it's just kind of funny to look at it because the complaints are crazy. Yeah. Um, now, dear Prudy has a <laughs> is actually back in correcting old comments because they're problematic, <laughs> old advice. So, for example, in 2009, a mom wrote in worried that her daughter was more interested in taking care of her horse than hanging out with friends or finding a boyfriend or anything like that. And the advice was, hey, this is something she's interested in. As long as the schoolwork doesn't suffer, or like you know, her health doesn't suffer, let her do her thing. She's interested in it. Maybe it'll be her career later on. You don't know. Right. New Prudy says, that will not do. Previous Prudy's last suggestion made me recoil when I first read it. The confident, blasé assumption that girls all grow up to be straight and that horses are early stand-ins for boyfriends. What? What? How dare you assume that she is missing out on a boyfriend? She could be a lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what? 
my goodness. <laughs> when you're talking about that, I'm thinking of like that show Heartland. The yeah. girl loves the horses. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, if she loves the horses, that's fine. No! There is another person who wrote in asking for advice on how to handle it when adults bring a bunch of kids to a non-kid-friendly movie. Specifically, this is like an art house movie and not kid-appropriate. Uh, the writer said that you know no one wanted to do anything about it because they were worried about looking racist because you got eight kids running around the movie theater and they were not white. Uh, Prudy said, hey, I agree, that's annoying, but be nice. The parents might not be able to afford child care. Don't, don't worry about the race thing, though, by the way. Okay. Advice from the future is what they call this now, going back okay. and correcting. White privilege seeps through the question and answer. It seems to not cross Prue's mind that I think people were afraid of seeming racist is code for none of us could be racist. This what? rankled me. The horrors of a non-white audience. So you're supposed to then not say anything. Yes. Don't expect people to parent their kids in a decent way. Just don't expect it. Well, that's getting to be like Biden, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> this is the Mark that made Camp and Robbins show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, did we hear election denying yesterday? Because it seems like we did. No, we did. That's what I was thinking, right? Oh, Virginia. <laughs> and the real governor, Terry McCollum. What? Wait a minute. Oh, that sounds really insurrectiony to me. It is. The real go- Are you telling me that Glenn Youngkin did not win the governorship in a free and fair election? Are you saying <laughs> yeah, that I, the I, real yeah. governor... Is not the person who is in the governor's mansion right now. It's like obviously maybe, he was joking. Obviously yeah. he was joking. Or he's senile. Doesn't know what the heck he's saying. Come on, man. I mean, that's he part of it, too. Joking. But this came up today, David? Yeah, it did. Uh, White House Press Secretary Kareem Jean-Pierre asked about this by uh, uh, Peter Ducey in a really funny way. Hilarious. Is election denying a joke now? <laughs> What do you mean you have to say more than just to make a random statement? Hey. Why did the president say, hello, Virginia, and the real governor, Terry McCall? <clears throat> he was making a joke about Terry. He was making a joke? joke. He was. I mean, if you play it back, it's clearly that the president was making a joke. What's the joke? He was making a joke about McCall's previous term as governor. How are you guys going to convince people, though, uh, that this idea of denying election results is very bad if President Biden is going out and making jokes like this. He did not deny. He did not deny it. He was making... Oh. Mm. It's a joke when he says it. He's making a joke. You should should not take him literally. Right? Right. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So all the times that Trump is clearly joking and the media wets its pants again about it. Yeah. Well, forget about that. It's different because orange man bad. Right, exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. And the longest joke in our country's history, three-year joke that's been happening. <laughs> man, oh, man. Uh, 
anything as far as a translation from part of the speech last night? I, I might have something. I, I It's a phrase I'm not familiar with, but uh, this is what Joe Biden also said. We'll teach Donald Trump a, a valuable lesson. Yeah. Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. That was, <laughs> we'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't okay. mess with the women of America unless you want to get the benefit. That's a turn of phrase I'm not familiar with. But no, me either, because it doesn't make any sense. Sort of like mess with me, like make my day. I don't. I unless you want to get the benefit of what? I don't know. Hmm. Mess with the women of America unless you want to get the benefit. <laughs> it kind of sounds like he said, "Don't mess with the minnow of America." He starts with men before women. Yeah. Part of the patriarchy, obviously. Mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. No problem. What's the big had deal? To do something with legislating hatcheries. Maybe it was minnow. Maybe it was. Uh -huh. Yeah, don't mess with the minnows, man. Well, for those that thought that maybe he was slipping a little bit, he is just. Oh, no, he's not. Is on his A game as he was in 2020. Open his governor and when he beat free K. The free K. We still are looking yeah, for some sort of translation on that. There's nothing wrong there. Nothing to see. Pre burp. Yes. Pre kindergarten? Yeah. Whatever. Don't mess with the women unless of you America. Want, unless you want the benefit, buddy. I don't know what that means. I don't know either. I think it depends. Again, it's like a folksy way of saying bleep around and find out i guess i guess he's talking about abortion yeah he is yeah yeah so that's going to be a big driver for the biden campaign more of that later uh so msnbc talked to a nikki haley supporter now of course nikki haley lost in new hampshire but some people are trying to prop her up saying oh yeah but the, she really did well yeah. considering what the polls were before i mean I don't think anyone with credibility is saying she's really in this race. It's still a fight. Yeah. This thing's over well, by all appearances. Remember how it was disinformation when Trump said liberals would turn out and vote in the New Hampshire primary to try to blunt his win? So, yes, yeah, they did say that. They're going to, and, and so media, CBS News says, oh, he ends the, the campaign ahead of New Hampshire with a falsehood conspiracy theory that Democrats would turn out and vote for Nikki Haley. Uh, they, they did? Well, yeah, it wasn't disinformation, actually. It happened, and MSNBC actually talked to one of the people who did just that. Oh, hilarious. I voted for Nikki Haley, and it was certainly a strategic vote. Um, I think the DNC is fairly resolute in their nomination for Joe Biden. Uh, and while I wouldn't vote for her in a general election, particularly on our differences with uh, climate change solution, a woman's right to bodily autonomy, or uh, incarceration rates, I think a vote for Nikki Haley is, helps diminish Trump's influence in the RNC and their nomination, but is also a vote towards democracy. And Christian is emblematic of so many conversations conversations that I've had here throughout the day. Yeah, MSNBC reporter is at a polling station and says, yeah, I've had a lot of conversations like these. Well, yeah. He's saying the quiet part out loud <laughs> on the network. Yes. I wonder if the big boss is like, no! We told people that was a conspiracy theory. <laughs> and I, you know, listen, man, it might be just the dudes I hang with and I've hung with, you know, for a number of years, 
Although you've said this before, as far as, you know, our friend bases, mm -hmm. friends with a wide variety of people. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't know of too many dudes that actually speak like this. Climate change solution, a woman's right to bodily autonomy or uh, incarceration rates, I think. He's reading that off a script of some kind. That's too good. I don't know of anyone that just flowingly says stuff like that. As, do, you know anybody, do you know anybody, anybody <laughs> who, is, who has got some problem with incarcer incarceration rates? Personally, do you know anybody? No. Does this come up in your conversation? No. Yeah, I do, and, and okay. they all talk like that guy. It's, right. You memorized the script. You got different people than I do. I, I've never heard anybody go, you know what my problem is? Incarceration rates. Are you talking about white liberals? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually it. Bodily autonomy. Okay, dude. Uh, you know what? Hillary Clinton has weighed in on the Barbie movie snub. Really? Dude, this is hilarious, okay? Uh, so apparently we're all supposed to be very, very upset that Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie were snubbed by the Oscars. They made like a billion dollars on that movie, but who cares? Right. Uh, Hillary Clinton weighed in, Greta and Margot, while it can sting to win the box office and not take home the gold, oh. your millions of fans love you. You're both so much more than Kenoff. Hashtag Hillary Barbie. The main oh character gosh. syndrome of this lady is astounding. That's something, man. The Knuff thing. <laughs> You're going to throw up before the show's over, Scott? Just insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we had part of that earlier from Good Morning America. Yeah, there are definitely people very, very upset with how that whole thing turned out. I don't know what to tell you, man. Ugh. Um, I have a piece of audio for you. Saw this from Libs of TikTok. And this is a teacher in Austin. Okay. And I play this. It's, you know, it's a couple of minutes long. But when people are talking about education and how the left has infiltrated all the institutions, and not just universities, but just schools, there's a lot of pride with teaching kids activism, okay? And when you've seen test scores across the country that have declined over the years, you're like, how is that? Why is that? Seems like we should have more tools than ever. And you hear something like this that someone's proud of that puts out there on social media. Just listen. It's my favorite day of the school year. Every year, right around MLK Day, either the Friday before or the Friday after, my high school hosts an entire day of learning and service. So just to be clear, we give them MLK Day off, and we have another day where instead of classes, we have like a whole day of learning. Let me show you. Have you heard this before? No. No. So after you come back on Tuesday... And this is a whole day of learning, basically activism. First donuts, obviously. But here you can see the entire schedule. This is an entire school day, right? This isn't just like a one-hour assembly. This is from 9 to 3. We start off with our entire school hearing some opening words from our fearless leader, Akina, our head of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And, of course, Louise, our social and emotional wellness coordinator, who talks about how to have uncomfortable conversations and learn about difficult topics. This is the best because when you guys haven't heard it, just watching your reaction, face palm from David, oh, Robbins is losing it. Yep, and we're just getting started. I didn't get any videos from the morning session because I was leading one of them, the biggest one, no uh -huh. big deal. But 
basically <laughs> kids get to choose. They kind of rank their choices from what the teachers are offering. This year you can see we had a lot of things. We had a banned book activity where they're specifically looking at children's books and reading them and why have they been banned. What? Banned books. Still on the banned books things. They can't help themselves. I know. They can't. It's great. I talked about banned history and conversations around, like, the teaching of U.S. history. Um, There's a lot of stuff in there, right, that you can see. Um, But after... It is 1619, and that's it? Okay. Um, But after, we have the small group sessions, we brainstorm questions for our panelists, and then we come back. Okay. Again, man, this is an entire school day. You know... All right. We're only halfway through. Yes. Go ahead, David. I'm just wondering if we got some uh, razor wire left over, Governor Abbott, can we just like <laughs> yeah. wall off Austin for the good of the state of Texas, okay? <laughs> and I, I don't take any pleasure in that. I, there are people I know, people I'm related to, people I love and care about who live in Austin, and it would be sad to see them behind the razor wire curtain, but they got it coming at this point. Maybe your music career died there, David, because you weren't woke enough. It was actually, I never have seen your lyrics. Maybe they just weren't woke enough. God actually did a mercy killing on my career. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, onward with the day. Can we hear from a panel of amazing community leaders and activists and educators? Pause if you want to see the list of people that we got this year. It was incredible. And it's always amazing to me to see the students that want to stick around at the end and have one-on-one conversations. Oh, and it's shown it's so like, wonderful. oh, no. Then, after lunch, obviously, we're giving them breaks, right? After lunch, we break out into our afternoon activities. And we normally try to make these, whereas the morning is focused on learning and educating ourselves, we want the afternoon to be about action. So that might be creating protest music, right? Some of our music kids, like, go and they learn about different protest music. Sometimes they write their own. That might be learning about protest literature. That might be... making activist posters um, that might be going out into the community. So one of our groups just went and they visited like black owned businesses. They went and Mm. had lunch at this amazing Ethiopian restaurant in Austin and then visited our black owned bookstore. I took students on the black Austin walking tour. It was incredible. Everyone say hi. History. Anyway, it's just an amazing day. It's one of my favorite days of the school year. And it's something that I think our school does really well. And And goes on and says, you know, and and spread it across the country because it's really important. To indoctrinate, I mean, to teach the kids important things. I'm just kind of confused, though, because if you're celebrating black history, meaning black American history, why'd you take them to an Ethiopian restaurant? Well, I don't know. I am not woke enough to answer that question, David. Like, there are soul food restaurants in Austin. Hmm. Well, I wonder if they were teaching anything about Thomas Sowell that day. Come on. <laughs> I'm guessing not. But Took the only me about thing, two seconds to process. Like, well, no. The only thing not. I think of is the Thomas Sowell quote. I, I, I don't think he could say it enough. Activism is a way for useless people to feel important, even if the consequences of their activism are counterproductive for those they claim to be helping and damaging to the fabric of society as a whole. Thank you, Thomas Sowell. Imagine that woman outside of the classroom. Update next. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and it's the easiest way to play. It's just you against the numbers. You pick more than or less than stat projections on two to six players. It's that simple. 
and they just made it more exciting as well. You can now win up to 100 times your money with four correct picks. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. Heck, man, Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy. For football and basketball games, if you have a player that exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Go to pricepicks.com slash mvcr and use code mvcr for a first deposit match of up to a hundred dollars that's pricepicks.com forward slash mvcr and use the code mvcr for the first deposit match up to a hundred dollars prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy this ad furnished by nesmataju llc offer not valid in all states or prohibited by law loans are subject to lender approval see website for details Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Nope. My brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone. If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history great news i went to 27cash.com and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow wow that is fast if you need extra cash go to 27cash.com that's 27cash.com 27cash.com Yeah. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. I've been looking forward to this. David, I know you were on a deep dive this morning on this story about the L.A. Times. What's happened? Well, the L.A. Times is cutting at least 115 jobs, more than 20% of its newsroom. Whoa. Uh, That is one of the largest workforce reductions in the newspaper's history. It's been around for 142 years. Okay. The owner is a guy named Patrick Shunshung. He's a... Uh, the child of Chinese immigrants to South Africa, and then he moved from South Africa to the United States, made billions of dollars, I think, in uh, health care. Okay. Um, said, hey, we can't afford to lose 30 to $40 million every year, so we got to make some cuts, and we got to figure out how to how to turn this thing around. Losing of course, you, 30 to $40 million a y- year? Yeah. And uh, yes. so then people are asking why. What happened to the newspaper? And it, yeah, you have media consumption changes, of course. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. But specifically about the L.A. Times, it's fascinating because uh, earlier this month, the executive editor quit because of editorial interference. What does that mean? Well, there's a report from about a year and a half ago from a guy named Matt Bl- uh, Belinsky. Uh, Soon Xiong's daughter was basically put in charge of the content of the paper. Her name is Nika. She is literally a socialist and communist activist in L.A. Her only qualifications appear to be a master's in African studies and a B.A. in international relations from Stanford. She helped lead the charge, by the way, in her off time to defund the West Hollywood Sheriff's Department 2022. She pushed for unarmed (laughs) security ambassadors. And, oh, by the way, the paper was blocked from, from reporting a lot of her activities. And one of the things about the effort to defund uh, the police is the L.A. Times really didn't cover it as exhaustively 
as other local media outlets did. And a lot of people were wondering why. Well, it turns out you got a communist who's, a, you know, a, a trust fund communist, the worst kind, too. You know, somebody who was born into a lot of money and thinks that they know better than everybody else. And Oh, yeah, yeah. And and so they were blocked from reporting many of these activities. That's like gangster stuff. Yeah, pretty much. I don't think it's a good idea for you to report uh, on that. Also, one of the things that she really wanted to do was make sure that you don't use the word looting, okay, to describe people who were looting. Can't use that. Did they give an example of what you should use instead? Well, Borrowing. Unrest. <laughs> unrest. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, you're not getting much rest because no. it's a lot to carry that TV outside of the target. And yes. so some of the most pressing stories in Los Angeles, especially in the last few years, have been effectively stymied because this nut job was telling reporters not to report the truth. Now, I would say for all the reporters who are whining about being laid off, where the hell were you when this was going on? You're a crappy journalist. If somebody is cra- I can tell you this, man, I have never been told once. To not report on something, as far as like a hard news story is concerned, from all of your history and yeah. news, uh, yeah. if anyone ever did, I would be immediately seeking new opportunities elsewhere. Why, wow, man? The fact that they've unraveled that, and they're report are they reporting on this now or someone else? Oh no! Well, there have been some reports on it before. Yeah. Wow. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Wow. That is, no wonder you did a deep dive on that. That's fascinating, dude. All right, uh, biggest story today. What would it be? Uh, biggest story of the day, I suppose, is that, you know, Trump wins New Hampshire. Uh, there are a lot of people, I think, reading way too much into what the results mean and all that. The point is, is that he won, and it looks like this is a done deal. Trump is going to be the nominee, and it's best you just kind of accept it at this point because um, there aren't any other options, really. I mean, you got Nikki Haley out there, but... Mm. Who cares? Yeah. Did you hear what she said last night? We can get to that. Yeah. What he said when he talked about the dress. There's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't like that? No. Yeah, we'll get to all of that straight ahead. Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, the millennial David Van Camp, and the sexy boomer, Scott Robbins. So, David, you have this audio. So, this is on CNN, and the interviewer is interviewing a Biden surrogate, but doing it as if she were a regular voter? Yeah, CNN did this interview with a lady in New Hampshire trying to highlight how much support Joe Biden has. And the backstory is Biden wasn't on the ballot, didn't bother to, to, to get there because. Uh, he wants the first primary to be held in South Carolina because there's too many whiteies in New Hampshire. So there you go. Uh, okay. But there was a, a write-in campaign, and CNN went out to talk to people who were voting for Biden. And the reporter asked about uh, asked this lady about Democrat Congressman Dean Phillips, who is on the ballot and challenging Joe Biden. Okay. 
Obviously, Dean Phillips hit this state very, very hard, um, trying to, I mean, really take advantage of the fact that Joe Biden was not um, on the ballot. How, did any of that campaigning get through to you, matter to you, or were you unwavering the whole time? I was unwavering, and I actually found him annoying. <laughs> So, right, that's just regular Democrats who are excited. to They're crawling over glass to vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> Except James Pindell of the Boston Globe noted actually was mocking CNN. Like, I, I can't stop laughing about this. This woman is former New Hampshire Democratic Party chair Kathy Sullivan, who is spearheading Biden's write-in campaign in the state. Unbelievable. But they just talked to this lady like, oh, yeah, this is just a normal Democrat voter, right? He's ready to... Uh, support old Joe here in 2024. It's so dishonest. Again, it's probably worth playing again because it happened on CNN and people yeah. were yeah. saying, I'm surprised they let him on. It was Dean Phillips talking about Trump supporters and a rally. And I got to tell you guys, I went to a Donald Trump rally a couple nights ago. Never been to one. Uh, I had an event across the street. I saw the line of people waiting in the cold for hours. And I thought, what the heck? You know, I'm going to be a leader who actually invites people, doesn't condemn them. Met probably 50 Trump people waiting in line. Every single one of them, thoughtful, hospitable, friendly. All of them so frustrated that they feel nobody's listening to them but Donald Trump. A diverse crowd, people who had never been to a Trump event before. My party is completely delusional right now. You mean you didn't walk up to one of the black people and say, well, if you're voting for Trump, you ain't black. <laughs> you mean you treated people with respect? Wow. Yeah, can't have any of that no. at party. No. You're I'm very surprised there. they let that happen on well, CNN. It was live. Very surprised. Yeah. Live. Not much you could do, I suppose, huh? I'm thinking, man. Wow. I mean, I don't know if you have a 30-second delay on that. I don't think they expected that, though. I'm with you there. Mm -hmm. I don't know about that. Now, as far as New Hampshire, what did Nikki Haley have to say um, after she lost to Trump? Says it's not over. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. And now we're the last one standing next to Donald Trump. And today we got close to half of the vote. Okay. You're what, beat by 10 points? Yeah, roughly? I mean, that's, Yeah. You lost by 10 games rather than 40. Okay. Not just that, but you have Democrats voting for you. It's not the same. No, it's not even close to the same. No. And the last I saw, and I heard this again this morning, she's down 40 in her home state? Uh, do, 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 do. No, she's, well, down 30. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The most She's recent some ground. <laughs> yeah, the the most recent update was January third, though. So DeSantis, Christie, Ramaswamy, and Asa Hutchinson are still listed there. So maybe she'll get up to forty, forty five. Maybe I'm waiting for that all important Asa Hutchinson endorsement. Well, yeah. Oh, no, he gave it. Yeah, he she got it. Yeah. Oh, she got it. Okay. Oh, yeah. That was huge news this week. So he got the point five. Oh, yeah, big that, okay. yeah, point three in yeah, point South three. Carolina. Thank yeah. You, David. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Trump last night. I said, wow, she's doing like a speech like she won. She didn't win. She lost. <laughs> and he talked about her dress. Oh, fancy, but not that fancy. You didn't like that? You no, know, it's just unnecessary. I thought, you don't need to do this, man. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, you know, 
People talked about the tone after Iowa. They liked it. Yeah, I know. And it was here we go. It was vintage last night. I can understand. Okay, listen, this thing's over. You're going to get me out in South Carolina spending more money? Could just call it. You don't have a chance. But she does have a lot of money. Got backers that want her to stay in. So she's going to be staying in. Um, oh, you had something on Kamala Harris and CNN, David. I didn't want to forget that. What yeah, was that story? Uh, Kamala Harris was interviewed on CNN by uh, Laura Coates. And this is actually just an embarrassing piece of audio that I wanted to share with the rest of the class. Oh, okay. Have you heard it, Scott? No. All right, roll it. I'm struck just in your presence. The I was watching you on stage, watching the reactions from the crowd, mm-hmm. looking you in the eye with your passion that you were displaying and talking about so many issues. And yet you hear candidates suggesting that a vote for President Biden because of his age is somehow a vote for you, and that is hurled as an insult. It's intended to demonstrate some negative viewpoint towards you. Have you seen the polling? You're supposed to be a freaking journalist. Was she weeping? It sounded like she was getting a little bit choked up. Choked up. Yeah. (laughs) You're so wonderful. (laughs) All right, let's hear the rest of this. All right. What is your reaction to this thought that with your background in particular, with your career, that there is some thought that you are incapable? Well, I I think that um, most women who have risen in their Ah. profession, Ah. who are leaders in their profession, have had similar experiences. Mm. Um, I was the first woman to be elected district attorney. I was the first woman to be elected attorney general of the state of California. And I'm the first woman to be vice president. Mm-hmm. And I love my job. <laughs> what does that mean? I, dude, I don't know. Who knows? Um, but it's like about is that book that just came out, the Kamala Harris book. Yeah. Amateur Hour. Yeah. Detailing her whole career and how she got to where she is. It's not on accomplishments. Well, right, right now, she's in terms of uh, uh, favorability rankings or yes. ratings, I should say. She's running behind Donald Trump, according to the Real Clear Politics average. We're supposed to think that everybody in America hates Donald Trump. Favor, uh, favorable rating is at 41.6 for Trump. It's at 36.2 for Kamala Harris. Right now, between Kamala Harris, Donald Trump, and Joe Biden, Trump has the higher approval rating. Okay. That's all they have with Kamala Harris is it's got to be some sort of racism, sexism, something. Ignoring the fact that the biggest fear for a lot of Republicans is Michelle Obama. (laughs) So why is it so much approval from the left for Michelle Obama, but not Kamala Harris? Was it the voting Democrats back in the primary of 2020? She didn't even make it to Iowa. The polling was so bad. She was out campaigning. People didn't like her. The only reason she got the gig was because Biden made the deal with Clyburn. It has to be a woman of color. And Barack Obama made the case for Kamala Harris. You can't fool the voting public. They see right through it. I mean, we've gone through the clips. I don't know how many times. I don't think we need to go through all of it again. Not today. (laughs) Okay, That's fine. We don't have to do it today. That's fine.
That's astounding, though. Yeah. I am in awe of your presence. Yes. Yeah, I, that's, you're a see, that's journalist. the thing, right? The slobbering from the <laughs> the media. Hi, hi. I'm honored to be in your presence. Yes. Wow. Wow, man. You're right, David. That's an embarrassing piece of audio. I don't know if that person is embarrassed. They probably should be. Okay, moving on. Um, guy said he didn't notice that three of his friends were dead in his backyard. What is that story? This is a crazy story. Is this the Chiefs fans? Yes. I, I couldn't believe it either. Have, and I, have you you, you have more of the details. Yeah. All right, so yeah, three Kansas City Chiefs fans were found frozen to death in the backyard of their friend's home. They'd gotten together to watch, play, uh, watch the last regular season game. Uh, and the homeowner is saying, ah, I didn't know that their bodies had been there for a couple days. So like this dude uh, who's not under arrest as of right now, and they don't necessarily, or at least publicly, the cops are not saying that there's any suspicion of foul play on his part, but you got two people dead in his backyard, one guy dead on the back porch, Jordan Willis is the guy who's renting the home. He said, uh, I didn't know that the friends were freezing to death on our property after we had watched the uh, Kansas City-L.A. Chargers game back on January 7th. Yes, no it idea. wasn't this last week. It was back January 7th, yeah. But there are friends and family members of the deceased who are saying, dude, we were going to your house, like banging on the door, trying to figure out, hey, have you seen my loved one? Because they've been missing for a couple of days. Right. They had to call in a wellness check, and the cops went in there, and they apparently he answered the door in his underwear holding a glass of wine. Yeah, he was hammered, I'm sure. Yeah, that is a bizarre story. They froze to death, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what are people thinking happened? Uh, no idea. They are waiting for toxicology reports to come back on the deceased to see maybe... Uh, there was some sort of medical emergency. I mean, it's kind of weird of all three of them at once. It just seems unbelievable to me that you would just pass out. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe they were hammered yeah. and they passed out and froze eh. to death, and he didn't know they were out there because he was drunk. I, I don't know. Sounds like something else. Who knows, man? Wow. I guess we'll wait and see. By the way, did you see the Buffalo Bills kicker, Tyler Bass, getting death threats after he missed the kick? This yeah. has happened to kickers Terrible. before. Missed a kick in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Um. Did anybody hear the Korean call of this when he missed it? No. <laughs> you know, you hear it in a different language. You can't understand exactly what they're saying. Yeah. But it's still somehow entertaining, especially when you know they're calling. They see that the field goal is missing to the right. The you know? No, that's. Hold on a second. The, the Korean one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in unison too the <laughs> like oh no <laughs> i did, i felt terrible for bills fans man it's long suffering oh yeah golly but of course the death threats are crazy yeah and somehow and this dude he deleted all of his social media He's getting death threats and, yes yeah. but somehow and you have the story. They teased it this morning on Good Morning America. Oh, did they? Something to do with cats. Yeah. With this guy. If you want to hear the tease before well, you I deliver the story. To, yeah. Okay. I, they gave it to Strahan, and then they made fun of him for having to deliver the lines. Okay. Seriously. The perfect fans stepping up after this NFL kicker's big miss. We hope Tyler Bass is feline the love. 
oh, live boy. in Times Square. He had to deliver this that. This is Good Morning America. And now listen to the pilot. Enough feline. Who? I don't know. Yeah, a, you embarrassed yourself right there. I, <laughs> I want to hide right now, Drew. I really do. <laughs> Good Morning America. Man, oh man. Terrible. Yeah, but for a lot of people, they didn't know what the heck Strahan was talking about. So what was it? What's the story? Well, apparently this guy, this kicker, this Tyler Bass guy is a passionate um, spokesperson for a charity called Ten Lives, which is a cat rescue organization based in New York. That's he's, his big thing, the he cat serves rescue? He as an ambassador for the group. No wonder he missed a kick. And they started receiving no, all kinds of donations. That's unnecessary. I'm sorry. I apologize. Bunch of donations after that. They're up to like fourteen grand. People were donating in his honor and his name because... They felt bad for him. Of all the charities, that's the yeah. one, huh? Not kids. Not other humans. Nothing like that. Everybody's got their thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I thought you loved it. You thought it was endearing. Well, that was nice. I mean, at least he's turning it around. At least he's doing something good, right? Is Can't he doing it? Crap. No, I think like, it's the fans that are doing yeah, it. The fans are doing it. The fans are yeah. saying, well, hey, I, we're But they're doing it, in, it to help him out. Yes. Yeah. Help him feel better, after all. I don't know if that's going to endear him anymore to Bills fans, but hey, whatever. I do feel bad for the guy. Don't, you don't want that heaped on you. Number one with cats right now. Okay. Some people are like, oh, man, I would have if he just would have made it. Good time to remind you, Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform See? in North America, and it's the easiest way to play. It's just you against the numbers. Yeah. And you, sometimes against bass. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you pick more or less than stat projections on two to six players, and hopefully – you picked, I guess, less than for that guy, for the cat guy. Uh, it really is that simple. It just, and they made it more exciting as well. They, they go ahead. Yeah, you can now win up to a hundred times more, a uh, hundred times your money with four correct picks. You could turn ten dollars into a thousand and help a lot of cats. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and they offer weekly promotions. Um, price picks, discounts, uh, select player projections, a lot of different things during the week. The next one coming up on Friday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really quick to play as well. Prize picks is also the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. That is cool. It is cool. Uh, price picks even offers the reboot policy so that your entries stay in place even if one of your players gets injured. So for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half, doesn't return for the second, that player is rebooted. Yeah. That's how that works. Nice. So, yeah, get started right now. Go to prizepicks.com slash MVCR. Use the code MVCR, and you're in line for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's prizepicks.com forward slash MVCR, and use the code MVCR. Prize Picks daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, much more to get to. Hey. Oh, the cats are happy now. Bills fans, not so much. Okay. Putin is not getting Alaska back. Who said that? The answer next.
My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. This ad furnished by Nesmataju LLC. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Nope. My brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone. If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history great news i went to 27cash.com and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow wow that is fast if you need extra cash go to 27cash.com that's 27cash.com 27cash.com Jackson Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck buck here, a buck buck there, here a buck, there a buck, everywhere a buck buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay. Who said Putin's not getting Alaska back? Who well, said he was getting Alaska yeah, back? Yeah, there's a weird internet rumor that Russian President Vladimir Putin had signed an order declaring the sale of Alaska to the U.S. was null and void. That's <laughs> not true. There was another okay. order dealing with imperial territory. Nothing to do with Alaska, though. But a reporter asked the State Department a spokesman about it anyway. Okay. Putin apparently today um, signed an order declaring a 1983 sale of Alaska to the United States as illegitimate, quote unquote. Do you have a response to that? So let me just understand that he signed something today that said the sale of uh, Alaska is uh, illegitimate. Right. Well, I, I think I can I speak for all of us in the in the in the U.S. government to say that uh, certainly he is not getting it back. Uh-oh. Alaska's doomed. I'm convinced. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You got a news update, David? I do. I, I, I'm not even outraged about this kind of stuff anymore. I just find it hilarious at this point, because what else can you do? You can't do anything about it right now when Biden's in the White House. 
Kamala Harris did a big event in Wisconsin about uh, the fight for reproductive freedoms and women's rights, the right to kill unborn babies. Okay. One of the speakers with the tagline, again, the tagline for the event was trust women. One of the speakers was Rachel Levine. Now, Rachel Levine, <laughs> now, now if, you, if you're not entirely sure of who that is, Rachel Levine is the second in command at Health and Human Services and is actually an obese man. That's correct. Who says he's a woman. And I see this, I see this Getty Images photo of Rachel Levine standing at the podium talking about how crucial it is to protect to protect our rights as women okay <laughs> and and it, you just see the banner trust women behind him dude we're beyond come on uh, this is we're living in a south park episode right now yes very much so. you got an obese man out there talking about how we as women need to stand together for abortion which rachel yes. levine will never have a need for because he's a guy and this is where the big disconnect is with so many people. Because the people that are trying to go out there and give that nonsense out to people and say, no, 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 you, that's a woman now. And you need to respect that and respect women's rights. You're like, that's, that's not a woman. No. We, well, if you don't play pretend, that means you're a bigot and you're hateful. <laughs> No, I'm not playing pretend. And the, and then the, I don't want to disrespect anybody. But making you no, you will say that's a woman. Holy shit. No, smokes, I can't. Man. That's a lie. Okay. Why why, why why it I it, the same people who who say we all need to play pretend by the way are the same people who are also turning around and being outraged at the Oscars snub for Greta Gerwig. The patriarchy has won. Of course. The patriarchy you guys, y'all, you ladies elevated, and I'm talking about ladies on the left, elevated an obese man as the highest ranking woman in health and human services. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, we are I living know. in a South Park episode. We That's are. All, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is silly. Let me ask you this question just off the top of your head. I'll, I'll start with you, Scott. This could be fun. Currently, let's just say, according to the left, how many genders are there? Well, how much time do we have? There's, oh. there's thousands. Okay. Is that close, David, would you say? Last, last number I heard from uh, as far as like how many genders there could possibly be out there, so it's like looking for planets in the universe, right? I mean, every once in a while, you got a guy with with a telescope who figures out a new gender. But last number I saw, it was like 142 or something like that. Okay. It's absurd. If someone wants gender reassignment surgery, how many choices do you have? <laughs> well, more choices than you do at Arby's. <laughs> if you go for the surgery, I mean, isn't there just two? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, I suppose. It's, yeah, it's it's more it's more like going through the drive-thru at In-N-Out, right? You got you got your burger or fries, and you just really need to figure out how many patties you want on the burger. Okay. The, burger. the whole thing's nonsensical. I'm just stating the obvious. We all know this. But, yeah, they just keep playing along. 
That's funny, though. Kamala's out there. I mean, that's yeah. she's <laughs> all about to trust women on that one. We... But again, dude, when you're talking about the polling, it's the same as it's ever been, correct? As far as when a lot of Americans get really squeamish on abortion? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's after the first trimester is when people yeah, the, really the start to The viability of a fetus, yeah. yes. Outside right. the womb, yes. But you had that clip of the med student in Wisconsin yesterday, David, yeah. that said she was going to leave the state if she couldn't kill a, a nine-month-old baby. Yeah. It's bizarre, crazy, evil, whatever word you want to describe it. Yeah. So we got that going on. Meanwhile, um, we got actually a text from a friend of ours that was going to hop on a flight. And, oh, nope, we're not, we're not going to use this plane because there was a leak in the engine. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, hey, I know that's a pain in the neck and everything else. Sorry about that. But it's probably good that you're getting off of that plane because of everything else that's happened in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. You had the door flying off. On fire? One of them was on fire. Yeah, yeah, that was a cargo. Streaking through the air. Then yeah. yesterday in Atlanta, the wheel fell wheel off. Wheel fell off. We've got all this going on. Yeah. So today, Good Morning America, you know, monitoring that, they're doing a whole story about it. They have the Alaska Airlines CEO on talking about Boeing. They yeah. got, like, got to be better here, huh? Alaska Airlines CEO Ben Minicucci says inspectors have found many loose bolts and that he's frustrated and angry. Boeing is better than this, um, and um, uh, Flight 1282 should never have happened. 171 MAX 9s remain grounded as Boeing announces it will pause manufacturing at its 737 plants Thursday to hold working sessions on quality control. Yeah, working sessions. Yeah. Got to get a hold of this thing, okay? Yeah. Although Boeing CEO has said the company is going to get better, airlines are growing frustrated with delays. United saying orders for the MAX 10 are not canceled, but the plane is removed from internal growth plans. Its CFO saying the MAX 9 grounding is kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, you're hearing more and more about this. You're like, okay, exactly what's going on and how has all of this happened? It's concerning. You hear more and more people talking about, yeah, I'm going to be flying here in a few weeks. I don't know what's going on. It just seems like there's more nerves than there's been in a long time. Yeah. Have you noticed this? Yeah. Well, sure, because every time I turn the news on at night, I see it. <laughs> Planes blazing or wings coming off or holes in the side. or <laughs> yeah, man. Golly, man. I haven't well, seen any but wings you coming got a off. passenger that's looking out his window going, you know, that wing is missing some bolts. Yeah. Well, there's that whole report on all of the loose bolts all over the place. How like, are what there is so going many on? loose freaking bolts? Whose job is that? Jobs, are they? It's <laughs> a good question. Fire man. every bolt turner on the planet. <laughs> well, they got a pretty strong union. Yeah, the, <laughs> the bolt International turner. Brotherhood's bolt turners. Local 675. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there are, you know, there are some, you know, businesses where you're like, are, do they have enough people? Are there enough people paying attention? And yeah. then there are other businesses. You're like, what do these people do all day? Right. And there was a whole piece switching gears to what do college administrators do? I saw this at Hot Air, but it was a college fix story talking about the number of administrators at various colleges compared to the number of students. We've talked about this a little bit before. University of Virginia employs one full-time administrator for every three undergraduates. Okay. During the 2013-14 school year, there were 291 full-time administrators and support staff per 1,000 undergrads. By 2021-22, it was up to 318. 
Meanwhile, the number of full-time educators per 1,000 undergraduates had stayed roughly the same, but there's more administrators. Elsa said, and in case you're wondering, the school has 55 DEI positions at an annual cost of $5.8 million. Right, 55. Correct. Mm-hmm. They said, okay, but Virginia not as bad as Vanderbilt. They employ more than one full-time administrator for every two students. And I'm, what do you do? I'm guessing that administrator is not talking to those two students every single day. No. Should be rooming with them. Right? No. <laughs> I mean, one for every two. They have 3,516 full-time administrators and support staff. Golly. Uh, wow. They have fewer than 7,000 undergrads. That It's just insane. So, yeah, it brings up that question. We're all talking about student loans and all this crazy that it costs so much and school's expensive. I wonder why. Yeah. When this much money is going to administrators, it's crazy. Dude, I, I saw a crazy uh, stat from Bureau of Labor Statistics looking at overall price increases for everything from hospital services to the cost of TVs. Um, okay. One of the striking numbers looking from 20 or i'm sorry the year 2000 to current date or i guess the end of 2023 college tuition and fees is the second i guess biggest increase behind hospital services inflation for college tuition and fees has gone up in the last 23 years 184 percent you talk about a broken system yeah now, not, not for the people getting rich. No. Right. Now, hospital no, no, you're going to protect that for everything they've got. Yeah, hospital services up 243% since 2000. But it's, it seems like you'd be able to control the cost of college a little bit more, especially if you have more students coming in, which means greater income. You would think. I mean, if you, if you ran your average university or you if you ran your business like an average university you'd be broke quickly 100 percent. oh yeah yes uh, another story out there you know groundhog day is coming up of course um the kooks of PETA, they want to do away with Pakistani phil they've been on this for a while oh yeah but, but now they've got a solution to the problem it's like well hey this is part of the tradition we bring out Pakistani phil and, you know, do the whole thing. Well, they're saying, you know, he's only been right 39% of the time. Well, I don't think that's the point. No, right. it's, it's this tradition. It's the spectacle. Of course. But they're saying, you know what? Um, the groundhogs can't make heads or tails of the weather forecast, shouldn't be jostled around by large members of a different species, and thrust in front of noisy crowds for a photo op. They shouldn't do that. So instead, we propose a giant gold coin. And flip it. It's this big old foot coin. And that's what they think would well, be a good idea. Why don't they just get a pedo weirdo to jump out of a dumpster? And if you see your shadow, you can. You know what they need to do next year now? Or in the, I guess, the next time. It's Groundhog's Day. What's that? Uh, ritualistic sacrifice of Punxsutawney Phil. Then throw him on a barbecue. Man, you went more extreme than me. I was thinking, like, listen... Peter, we're done with this. We're going to keep doing this tradition, okay? This is part of what we do in this town, mm -hmm. all right? The next time you come up with something like this, we're going to execute one, all right? 
But you took it a step further. You're putting the thing on the Barbie. Oh, yeah. Well, I, according to uh, Epicurious.com, the simple fact is groundhogs are eminently edible and delicious. Like rabbits and squirrels, whistle pigs are vegetarians. Thus, their meat, when properly prepared, is quite mm. tasty and tender. I want to have a Groundhog Day barbecue, man. Well, Come then on. don't compare it to squirrel because that's a little grisly. And White pasty and tender is me. Yeah. <laughs> You've had squirrel that was prepared and it was tender. Well, it's in a, it was in a gumbo, so I don't. I don't. Uh, you know, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe they hide it in the gumbo. Yeah. Bro. I don't know about that. Okay. <laughs> oh, we got to get to another news update. And if you're with a buddy and they're dead drunk, do you let him get on stage and sing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Get to that coming up. With a buck, buck here, buck, buck there, here, buck, there, buck, everywhere, buck, buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no-fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No-fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. This ad furnished by Nesmond Taju, LLC. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Nope. My brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone. If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history great news i went to 27cash.com and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow wow that is fast if you need extra cash go to 27cash.com that's 27cash.com 27cash.com my doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. All right. Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the better. You got that? No. Okay. Still working on it. Did see on the news crawl earlier a new blood test that would be able to tell you 15 years in advance if you have Alzheimer's. Mm Mm-hmm. Would you want it? Nope. Want the test? Nope. You don't want to know? Nope. David? Yeah, sure. Why is that, David? I'm I want to get, that, by get the way. my affairs in order. It might, you know, 
light a fire under me to to do some things I've been waiting to do. Yeah. Why would you not want to know, Scott? Well, I guess be, being the oldest guy on the show, I I don't know. I don't want to walk around with that knowledge. Why? Because I'm not going to know if it does happen to me. I want to be a burden with somebody. <laughs> you want to be someone's you know, burden. If, here's the thing. Got if, it. if you can correct it, if you can say, well, if I just do this, this, and this, I, I can turn it around. Yeah, maybe. I don't think that's so much it. It's just so that you know. Maybe you would live your life different. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just spit. I'm just trying to think of what drink. I would yeah, what maybe. I would do that much differently. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I I kind of enjoy my life, yeah. Well, there are certain things later on that you couldn't do that yeah. you could do, you know, in the next five to ten years yeah. before it really crept in on you. This is the point, I think. Yeah. Whenever you bring this up to people huh. and you're having the conversations, there are a lot of different opinions on how to handle it. Yeah. It's not one of those, well, it's 80% of people. No, it's it's usually, you know, pretty mixed. I asked real quick, and we'll get to a news update in a minute, uh, just to pay this off, that if you had a friend and they were really drunk and someone said, hey, get up and sing with the band, would you let them do it? Oh, yep. Yeah. yeah, I would too. Even with... Yeah, cell phone cameras, everything yep. else. Not what it's happened to golfer John Daly again. <laughs> again, I was gonna say <laughs> this is not new. Happened to see this today. He was at Kid Rock's bar. Oh God, restaurant bar in Nashville, and he's. Someone said, "Yeah, hey, get up there, sing knocking on heaven's door," and he's kind of leaning one way. You tell me how bad it is i maybe it's part of it if you're seeing the video along with it it makes it worse maybe just the audio is not so bad you tell me um all what right think. go ahead roll it <laughs> dave is laughing <laughs> okay so on the scale is that just oh my gosh slobbering like, is that as bad as L. King at Dolly's thing the other night in no, Nashville? No, he can remember the words, although the words aren't all that complicated there. But yeah. I I think if you're there, you're having a good time. It, you know, sometimes okay. that stuff does not translate well to a sober-minded, non-bar-dwelling individual. Like on a Wednesday morning, you're yeah. watching it, it's not the same. But you've heard worse, I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, biggest story today, David. Uh, biggest story of the day, Trump wins New Hampshire, and uh, some people are wetting the bed, uh, either because they hate Donald Trump or they think that Donald Trump, oh my gosh, he's in a lot of trouble because Nikki Haley came uh, within striking distance of, uh, what, eight points or something like that, seven points? Is there anyone know. that you respect that has that opinion? Brit Hume. Did and I I I, gener I don't know respect is a big word but I you know I I generally like hearing what he has to say yeah and he yeah he he kind of went out on a limb and said there's a lot of weakness there and like not really I don't I don't see it wow that's interesting who would love to see Brit Hume drunk at a bar singing knocking on I would door? oh show of hands everybody <laughs> all right we'll get your news update and Robin's trifecta next.
night. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, we'll get to the Robbins trifecta in a sec. News update, David Van Camp. Man, this is crazy. The Daily Signal is now reporting that the Anti-Defamation League uh, flags what they describe as online amplifiers of LGBTQ plus hate as extremists that should be examined by law enforcement. New email that was uh, unearthed by the Daily Signal uh, indicates that the ADL, the leading anti-hate organization in the world, is specifically pushing law enforcement to scrutinize viral dissenters against transgender ideology like the Daily Wire's Matt Walsh and the Manhattan Institute's Christopher Rufo. Okay. Do they give any examples from either one of those guys? As far as their opinions on things, well, they 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 go against. Well, see, they they vilify drag shows. I don't think they have a problem with drag shows. They have a problem with drag shows with kids, right? And, and they say baseless claims of child grooming by LGBTQ plus people. Okay, there. Did you not read the news out of Canada? There was a guy, big part of some big pride organization, who was a diddler. How right. about the, the pride activists in uh, the Atlanta area who used their position of authority, wound up adopting kids, and then wound up selling the kids' bodies to perverts, to pedophiles? Gosh. Um, I mean, again. When have those guys ever wrongfully accused anyone of anything? Because if they have, I don't know about it. Yeah. I, I mean, what it comes down to is uh, just lying to people. Because yes. I, I I don't know, and, and again I, I don't I don't hang on Matt Walsh's every word, but um, I, I've never heard him say that all gay people are are pedophiles or, or groomers or anything like no, that. I haven't heard that. You're talking specifically about the people who are engaged in in any other circumstance would be referred to as groomers or grooming adjacent at least. You know. You mentioned Canada and that, and it reminded me, and I don't have the story in front of me. It's just off the top of my head. Maybe you've heard this. Jordan Peterson, I'm, you know, unashamed fan of Jordan Peterson. I think he's a brilliant guy. I guess you got to say with everyone, I don't agree with every single thing, but I think he's a very smart guy and has great insight. He cannot practice in Canada anymore as a psychologist. Yeah. And he, you know, took this to court, um, and he's been shut down two different times. And it was because no one that uh, he was a psychologist for, none of his clients complained. They have this thing in Canada. I forget the name of the group. It's a governmental yeah. you know, agency that is supposed to be designed that if you're going to a psychologist or some sort of professional and you're being abused, that you have a place to go to file your complaint. It was no one that was a client of his that complained. It was people complaining about things he posted on X, formerly Twitter. One of them was when the swimsuit edition of Sports Illustrated had the plus-sized model, and people were, oh, so beautiful or whatever. He put not beautiful. That was an example. And, you know, other things that he would have put out there about, is it Ellen Page, Elliot Page? I forget what page is currently. Mm -hmm. Either way, um, saying he thought it was his job as a psychologist to say, listen, th this is not a great example for young kids that have some sort of gender dysphoria. So 
it's, you have to go to a re-education camp to get your license back as a practicing psychologist. And if you don't, you will be stripped of it. And the way it looks right now, he will be stripped of it because he's certainly not going back to a re-education camp. And I'm always thinking in my head, you know, Canada is about five years ahead of us with a lot of this nonsense. So it's not far behind. <laughs> well, that an agency decides that if you're going to practice as a psychologist and you have the opinion, wait a second, as a 13-year-old, you're confused about your gender right now? 87% of the time, by the time you're through puberty and are 18, you will have grown out of it. So no, you shouldn't take puberty blockers. And you have that opinion that you're going to lose your license. That's insanity. But that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. So there you go. You ready for your big three? Yeah, let's go. Here we go. Are you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, the Scott Robbins trifecta, helped by his hero. I'm Casey Kasem. Hey, buddy. Yes. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm ready. I'll ask again. Three. Big NFL weekend. You ready? Three. All right. Just never. He's a professional, okay? No personal talk here. I Number know. three, a reporter wants to, uh, is getting at the heart of a story, and it's about the carbon emissions of warfare. You're telling me. This is nuts. What? And, and we heard, we heard some, some questions, like uh, yesterday, John Kirby answered. I mean, Fox asked him a couple of the questions, and there were other questions that went on. But this one went under the radar. Uh, good questions. Anita Powell was there. Anita was with the Voice of America. She asked the administration, do environmental impact assessments of flying aid to Israel and Ukraine, do they matter? She cited some environmental experts who calculated the carbon emissions of the last 60 days of supply fights to Israel, find it alarming. We're polluting the atmosphere. Nothing to do with Nothing. the World Economic Forum and all no. of those flights, but well, it's the flights from the United States to Israel? <laughs> That's what the focus the is? The carbon emissions of the planes that are helping and the, and the help we give to Israel and the Ukraine, Okay, the emissions are out of control. And so we need to stop that. We need to stop it. They asked this, what did Kirby say? He said, well, I don't know any of these studies. I don't even know what you're talking about. Essentially. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> she listed some of the cubic tons or whatever of okay. whatever. It just, it's, it's voice, and we pay for this. Oh this is gosh. Voice of America. Okay. okay. Now, on with the countdown. Scott Robbins, trifecta, top three of the day, up to number two. Number two, uh, black residents in Chicago are suing the city over the migrant crisis. Yeah, Democrat Mayor uh, Johnson, of course, is black. Black voters in Chicago staunchly supported him. Mm -hmm. And this is Democrat versus top Democrat in a battle over who should get priority as illegal aliens keep pouring into the city. So the city of Chicago is trying to convert community centers and school buildings to shelter illegals. So a couple of lawsuits now by black Chicago residents have forced the city to abandon their plans of using at least one community center as a shelter. 35,000 illegals have now been bused to Chicago from Texas. And one of the new venues was a field house in a park where the kids play. Oh, residents yeah. there were furious. 
their neighborhood's crown jewel, as they call it, would be taken away to house migrants and other protests failed and they tried something else. So now Cata Trust is a government employee and Democrat and also a guy named Gerald Harris, who coaches the teams in football at the park, have sued the city. So we've had enough. So we're angry. Johnson's administration has spent $250 million providing services for illegal aliens when our community is in poverty. She said this is a humanitarian crisis. <laughs> the way you deliver Yeah, when the community has a need for the city, the city tells them, well, hey, listen, no mercy. Sorry. Wow. And, they, you know, this, and again, how is this whole thing going to turn? This is how it will turn eventually. When you stop just going to the ballot box and pulling the lever for the D guy, well, after, I mean, how many six ways a Sunday you're getting screwed right now? It is interesting. They're not suing the governor of Texas, Greg no. Abbott. Yeah. They're suing Brandon Johnson. Right. Personally, I think uh, you need to go to Chicago, Scott, and start the new Stop Pulling the D uh, <laughs> campaign. <laughs> I'm just going to limit it to that. Yeah. That's the bumper sticker. Stop <laughs> pulling the D. Yeah. You'll, well, be, you're, you'll be overrun with illegal immigrants and you'll go blind. <laughs> We've had the audio of different people. I they know. are upset. I, I understand. Can't, I don't yeah, want to deal well, with this anymore. I know. I understand. And I the mean, countdown continues. You live in this awful part of Chicago, and this is like one of your few bright spots where you are. Yeah, the city has essentially turned their back on you. And this is the type of nonsense I got to deal with? No, thanks. Scott Robbins, trifecta, top three. And finally, one. Number one, the National Education Association, largest teachers union in the country, is advocating for terrorists now. Yeah, members of the uh, NEA teachers union want to revoke their endorsement of Joe Biden in the 2024 election until he secures a permanent ceasefire and stops sending military funding and equipment and intelligence to Israel. What do the teachers care? NEA members won't be happy until America abandons Israel, period, the end. Now, that's going to help your kids with their reading, writing, and arithmetic, isn't it? They're not even pretending anymore. And by the way, who are they going to support? Not to be some political group. Are they going to support Donald Trump? No. I mean, they're going to pull their support from Joe Biden. Big deal. Yeah, what's that going to mean yeah, exactly? Well, I, nothing. Uh, yeah, I mean, they they don't seem too eager to join your campaign of stop pulling the D. So <laughs> No, they'll continue to yank D's for as long as they can. What if you're a teacher and you think that's all just bananas and that we should support Israel and your money is going to this group? That's got to drive you crazy, doesn't it? I would think. How about even if you have no opinion? on the conflict in Israel between Israel and Hamas. You have no opinion on it. I'd be outraged, too, in that case. You're like, wait a minute. That's you're, true. You're, you're pressuring the president to make some international decree or something that he probably can't do anyway because Israel's its own country. I don't know if he knew that. But uh, don't we want more money for teachers? How's this going to help us teach the kids? Yeah. Well, and why are you supporting Hamas terrorism? It's a great question. And there you have it. What's the deal, man? Yeah. Scott Robbins, Trifecta, the top three of the day. Appreciate it. Thanks, Casey. Thanks. Casey, always appreciate it. It's really been an honor for me. Yeah, well, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) Got to get their news update at Nimrod's in the news. It was just a traffic stop. It could have been over. We'll get to it.
Jason Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck buck here, a buck buck there, here a buck, there a buck, everywhere a buck buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. This ad furnished by Nesmond Taju LLC. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Nope. My brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone. If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history great news i went to 27cash.com and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow wow that is fast if you need extra cash go to 27cash.com that's 27cash.com 27cash.com my doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, before we get to Nimrods, a news update, David Van Camp. Well, uh, Greg Abbott is not backing down now from the Biden administration uh, as there's been this back and forth about what to do about the border because he's been, you know, he has been activating uh, state level authorities to crack down on the invasion at the southern border. Uh, The Biden administration is suing him over that. Um, because he's getting in the way of the actual plan, which is to let in as many people as possible. He just put out a letter uh, declaring, we have a constitutional right to self-defense. It says, James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, and other visionaries who wrote the Constitution foresaw that states should not be left to the mercy of a lawless president who does nothing to stop external threats like cartels smuggling millions of illegal immigrants across the border. This is why they included provisions within the Constitution. He goes into those details. He says, I've already declared it a uh, uh, an invasion. Uh, we are now invoking Texas's constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. That authority is the supreme law of the land and supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. Texas National Guard, Texas Department of Public Safety, and other Texas personnel are acting on that authority as well as state law to secure the Texas border. Oh, buddy. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Yep. Some people have been waiting a while for that. Yeah. And here we are. What do you think, David? Just your gut. Is it going to get ugly? I think it could, but the thing is with you'd have to send in people who aren't already working at the border because a lot of folks who work for the Border Patrol 
well, yeah. not a lot, most, live there, live in those communities. Mm-hmm. And many of them, there's a reason why the Border Patrol Union president came out as strongly in favor of Greg Abbott as he did. And it's because he knows the dudes on the ground, most of them, they just want to do their job, and they yeah. don't have a problem with getting back up here. No. And so if if Joe or if Joe Biden tries to sort of you know order the code red, he's going to have to bring people in from outside of South Texas. Yeah, you figured that's when it could get ugly. Yeah, hope it doesn't. Obviously, but you got to do something. My gosh, man. All right, ready for Nimrod to stroll it out. Here we go. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrod's in the news. We start in Florida. Cops pulled over 46-year-old guy, Robert Brush. Just a routine traffic stop. His tailgate was covering his license plate. Oh, well. Okay. So they asked Robert for his license registration, you know, so he handed over his ID. Deputies notice, hey, what is that on the ID? That's a white crystalline substance there. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hmm. So they know that, you know, sometimes driver's licenses, things like that, are used to break up drugs. So the cop tested the substance. And, yep, that's meth. Oh. Police dog called in. More meth found in the vehicle. He was arrested on multiple charges, sent to jail. Keep it off your ID, man. Yeah. Like amateur or hour. At least have the good sense to have a famous politician as your father. That would help. Yeah. Then we go to Utah. The 17-year-old kid facing charges. What for? Taping dead fish to ATM machines. <laughs> He's been... Going around to different ATMs and duct taping these fish to the screens. Oh, no. <laughs> As the story goes, since he's 17, you know he's going to upload it on social media. Yeah. Oh, sure. He's got 57,000 followers on Instagram. People sharing it all over the place. He goes by the name Fish Bandit. <laughs> His tagline is live, laugh, tape fish to ATMs. <laughs> <laughs> so... Cops, they say he duct taped, you know, at least 13 fish to the ATM since last August. He also posted a video around Christmas time of three fish duct taped to the side of a parked police car. (laughs) So he's facing property charges as well. He's a legend, though. Come on. <laughs> yeah, with his buddies, you know. Yeah, yeah, what, are you, what are you in for? Yeah, I yeah. tape fish to things. What? Yeah. Not hurting you. It's not good, but yeah. I mean, yeah. you're kind of laughing. And then a couple of younger guys in Florida arrested for speeding the other morning. This was in a 70-mile-per-hour zone. It's been a while since I heard of one this fast. Any guesses? 100. 199. Good golly. Whoa. And that's Nimrod's in the news.